Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So in today's podcast episode, it will be structured different as a result of me receiving so many questions throughout the week about building a profitable framework for mental health businesses via Instagram, email, and in our dope therapist community. From time to time, I decide to go Instagram live at Dr. TK Psych. And so I just wanted to give you a heads up that the sound and the interaction will sound different. You will hear me at one point answer people's questions in the chat box, but I'll make sure to read those questions so that you can hear them as well, because it may be the same question question that you have. And so if you have a question of your own and you would like that to be answered or considered to be provided on an Instagram live, then feel free to reach out to my team at hello at drtk.com. But let's go right into the Instagram live. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. All right, so welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. I am streaming live with my Instagram family on this wonderful Wednesday evening. We are going to make sure that all of the clinicians and wonderful souls on Instagram get access to this podcast episode even beyond this week. And so my name is Dr. TK also known as Dr. Takesha Jackson-Rudd. I am a licensed clinical psychologist. I am located in Southern California. And what we are talking about today is I had put something on Instagram, like a post, and it says your degree does not make you profitable. So what I thought is maybe we can talk about the seven things, the seven hacks, the seven steps of improving your profitability as a mental health provider, right? So I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Let's jump straight into this discussion. So step number one, or let's call them hacks. I like hacks because I feel like you're breaking through something, right? So hack number one is application. Application. So when you think about application, I'm a person where I, you know, of course, believe in receiving a lot of information. However, there is something called information overload. And you will get to the point, whether it be in your academic career, personal life, and or business, where you will feel like you have all the information, but the question is, what are you doing with it? And so on the other side of information is information application, then implementation, okay? So per statistics, because I've also been a college professor for a little over 16 years, per research, when you are in a classroom where it's more of the teacher lecturing to you, and let's just say you're not taking any notes, you're not doing anything but simply just consuming the information, which is what sometimes happens on even Instagram lives, maybe webinars and things like that. What tends to happen is you only retain about 15% of the information that you actually learn, right? So this is why I'm a real big advocate. If you've ever heard any of my podcasts or anytime I do a workshop, I'll always give a disclaimer like I'm about to do a workshop. I'm about to drop some nuggets. So if you don't already, make sure that you have a pen and a sheet of paper. And if it's like a workshop like this one, I'm going to say, make sure you have a backup pen and a backup sheet of paper, another sheet of paper, because you may have a lot of things that come up that you did not expect for your brain to just start going like this, right? So Step number one or hack number one to break through to the profitability of your business and your lifestyle, your money, your bank account 
is to make sure that you are actually applying and implementing the things that you learn, right? So the question I have for you is like, you know, we went through K through 12. We went through some of us graduate school, master's degree, some people doctorate degree, some people even beyond that. Are you able to actually go back to high school? Let's just say if you took a class and you didn't use it right away, but you got the information, were you able to go back and find your high school teacher and say, yo, can I come back to class? You know, I know I'm like 20 years older than the regular high school kids, but can I come back? The answer is no. Can you go back to college? Of course you can, but you have to pay the tuition. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because we had a very good, I'm gonna call it a testimonial. We were sharing wins in the academy last week, last weekend, last Saturday, no, two Saturdays ago. And one of the students had referenced that she had been in the academy at the tail end in the fall of 2020. And one thing she didn't recognize was that just because she took the course one, because she was one of those students who was invited back as a VIP student, as an alumni, we have certain deals when you sign up that you can actually come back without paid tuition, right? To be able to obtain the information yet again. And the reason why I'm highlighting this student, her name is Janice, is because there was something that we talked about in her cohort that I typically talk about in each cohort. But with her cohort, we beat that topic like a dead horse because it was somebody's question about how to see more clients but not give up more of your time hourly. And what ended up happening was the light bulb went off because she ended up sharing with us, and I believe it's on my Instagram feed a few posts back, is that she recognized that there was something that I shared back in 2020 in August or September. And it's not until now, in the beginning of the second quarter now, where she's actually applying it. And one of the things that she mentioned to the newer students was that you may be consuming all this information. Don't think that you have it all. Right. So when you think about K through 12 or college, there are some things that come up in our current life, especially if you have kids right now. And some of us are looking like, what kind of homework is this? Where did y'all learn this? Oh, we did learn it in high school. We did learn it in middle school, but it's so far fetched because we never applied it. We never implemented it in our life, in our academic career, in our jobs and or in our business. Therefore, it kind of just went to waste. So a hint to, or another nugget on top of like application and implementation is make sure that you're not overloading yourself with too much information because sometimes we sign up for things not recognizing how it will directly help us, help our mindset, help our profitability in our business. And we just simply sign up for stuff because everybody else is doing it. Everybody else is trying it. And that's not what I would recommend you do. So hack number one, again, in terms of seven steps to profitability, because your degree is not it, is you being able to learn information, apply it, and then implement it over and over and over again. Hack number two is decision. So have you ever said the statement, someday I'll have my own practice. Someday I'll leave my job. Someday my job will give me a raise. Someday I'll be able to make $200,000, bump the regular six figures. Someday I'm going to make $200,000. And when I make it to that level and when I leave my job or when my job lets me go part-time because I'm scared to leave all the way full-time, right? Only when those things happen, that's when I'll be successful. And the problem is you are actually pretty much identifying in your life or defining in your life, better said, that you can only have a certain level of success if that someday happens. And I'm here to tell you that today 
is or could be for you that someday. So in terms of decision, it is time in all caps for you to make a decision specifically for your business. You are going to run into obstacles. And when you run into obstacles, whether it is you see something that would help your business, whether it is a webinar, free online course, YouTube video, whatever. But let's just say there is a financial investment and a time investment because those go hand in hand and a motivational investment because if you're not motivated to do the work, then you're not going to succeed and you can't dare blame the program if you haven't shown up to do the work right? Because you wouldn't have joined the program if you wouldn't have thought it was a good match anyway. So I want you as a, if you're a therapist, you should know what this is, but you may not know what it is if it's within you, but you tend to know how to identify it when other people like your clients talk about it. So let's talk about the word anxiety. So let's just say if I'm looking at an investment, which has happened in my life, and I was like, I really want to do this program. How much does it cost? Oh my God. Oh my God. And then my stomach started hurting. So when my stomach starts hurting, this is what I teach my clients in cognitive behavioral therapy, reframing your thoughts, all those things is that is your stomach hurting because it's the wrong decision or is your stomach hurting because your intuition is saying this is scary for you, but it's exactly what you need. Those are two different things because one of them is your ego telling you, I don't need it right now. Just wait until she do another round. But then how many rounds are you going to let pass you by along with the success you could have done in that round to then when the round you are going to join now comes about, you could have been five to 10 steps ahead right now. You could be scaling your business talking about just, I want to grow it. I want to just develop it for what? Why are you going to wait? Oh, my friend ain't ready to join it. Please. You have to learn how to do things outside the comfort of yourself and your circle. So I ask you, is it more anxiety like your ego? Like, nah, 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 don't do it, don't do it. I'm scared for you, I'm scared for you, right? Versus, um, you you should be scared because you're about to make an investment that you've never done. Maybe it's at an amount that you've never done, but, but, but I think you're gonna be okay though. So it's kind of like that, that type of anxiety to me is like you being called on the stage unknowingly and having to speak. That type of anxiety to me is like a nerve wracking, but fun anxiety because you know what the hell you're talking about. And once you start talking, it kind of just flows out anyway, right? So with the decision, I do believe that once you confirm that you should be making the decision to invest time and or an investment amount into growing or scaling your business because you've done the research, someone has shown up and explained to you what they can give you and then based off what you need, it's a good match because I do believe in good matches. Then I will say that when you make the decision, you will actually surprise yourself because you will show up differently. Thank you, compassionate counselor. Anxiety and imposter syndrome. Say it louder. That's what I'm talking about, right? So what we're really saying is if you learn how to get out of your own way because you already know what you need. And I do believe in the big Bible, the big book. And I believe that when you declare that you are ready for that next level of abundance, and you're ready to be taught, you're ready to be teachable, you're ready to be coachable, the teacher will always appear. No matter if the teacher is a book, no matter if the teacher is you're scrolling down podcasts and you like, this one spoke to me because I feel like that sometimes, you know, maybe you show up to church in person or online and you may feel like, like you feel like the bishop is talking to you today. I think a lot of people feel that way every Sunday or something, right? But running your business and succeeding your business is no different. So once you make the decision to win, 
you will actually start showing up differently because your confidence will come alongside of you. So first hack was application into implementation. Hack number two was simply just make the decision to win. Hack number three is, we should all be familiar with this, reframing reframe. All right. So let's talk about what a reframe should look like. And then you evaluate what you actually did, which is potentially why you may be at the level in your business that you are at right now in 2021. So in 2020, everybody was thrown for a loop. Nobody knew what was going to happen. However, there were two different people. So I do believe the fact that you are showing me love on my podcast and on Instagram right now, right? The fact that you're watching this live and or recorded, or you're listening to it later on the podcast, the fact that you're listening, you are already winning. If you are watching this live, put a heart or put a one in the chat box. The fact that you are alive today, the fact that you have access to the internet, the fact that you still got a phone that's paid for, that's turned on. I don't care who paid the bill. Okay. You are already winning. So my question is, when we think about 2020, is or was your mindset when even you look back like, oh, it was a sucky year, 2020 should have been canceled, or did you take a different approach? Because this is where my business, I believe, took a quantum leap because I showed up in the season of the harvesting, the shedding process, right? And I showed up and said, I'll be damned if another therapist go, whatever this season is that we're going through back in March, I'll be damned if another therapist tells me they want to learn how to open up their business, but they don't have another therapist that can lead them the way. They just have a lot of whole generalist coaches out there telling people how to have a coaching business, how to have a business and even trying to have a therapy business, but hell, they're not a therapist, (laughs) right? And better yet, even if they are a therapist, Have they been in private practice? What has been their success rate in private practice? Are they transparent in telling you? Mine is all up and down my podcast along with my mistakes. And that's what makes me good at what I do because I'm going to make sure that you do not reinvent the damn wheel. (laughs) Okay. So with that said, the reframe would be the fact that you're still living right now. You've already won. That is a reframe of affirmation that you can already say like I already won. The fact that I woke up every day, every day is a new day. I already won. Despite my move yesterday, I already won. Right. And Were you looking at 2020 as a breakdown or were you looking at 2020 as a breakthrough? B versus B. Breakdown versus breakthrough. I don't know about you, but that was my breakthrough year. I was being prepared for what was happening to me and for me in 2020 that would dictate what my 2021 is going to be like. I told my students that all last year. I said, if you, if your business is still standing by December 31st, 2020, you are destined to be successful in your business. Breakthrough, not breakdown. Watch your words. All right. So let's go into hack number four. That was reframe. So hack number four is exercise. Now I ain't saying you got to exercise like me in the living room. I'm talking about a different type of exercise. So don't freak out. I ain't gonna make you do no squats or nothing. Right? So hack number four in terms of exercise is in order for your body to bounce back in shape, get toned up, get your booty, get your stomach, whatever you're trying to do, your hips, snatch waist. I don't know. You do have to massage the muscle in which you want to see success. Right? So if you want to get your butt right, ladies, and it be toned, but not hard. You feel me? Sorry. You know, for those of you who don't want to tone your backside or sit your waist, you have to purposely select food and workouts that are going to do just that. So when we exercise, AKA massage the muscle of success in our business, it requires the same level of effort that you would to lose or gain muscle or weight. 
right? So in order for you to get the results in your business, just like with exercise, you can't just say, oh, it's the beginning of the year. Oh, it's my birthday. Oh, it's my wedding season. I need to snatch thy waist. I see too many people doing that. I used to be in the health coaching industry. That was another stream of income that I did for eight years, right? And I still have it embedded inside of me, which is why I enjoy working out to a degree now, right? I don't, it ain't my life, right? But at the same time, I realized that even when I had you know, lost 20 pounds in like two to three months, I showed up different. My mindset was different. My mindset was that there is no plan B. The only plan is plan A to get your waist snatched, TK, and lose that 20 to 25 pounds, right? So you have to have the mindset versus just focusing on the physical exercise to get the results. You may have to revamp your mindset as a mental health business owner because these were not things taught to you unless you grew up in an entrepreneurship household, right? So over time, what happens to a muscle, thanks for the love, when you start massaging it, when you keep exercising or when you lift weights, what ends up happening automatically when you're showing up to make the decision to implement what you got to do and have a winning mindset? Those are the first three hacks, putting them all together, right? What will automatically happen? Your body will start to flow in place. And guess what else will start to flow in place if you apply the same thing to your business? If you massage the muscle over time, it does get stronger, right? So let me just say this, a temporary New Year's resolution will not solve your problem for exercise, nor will it solve your problem for business. So would you like to know what a New Year's resolution looks like for your business? A New Year's resolution is, oh, I caught this chick Um, dope therapist lady, Dr. TK on Instagram, somebody forwarded me her information. Oh, she got a live tonight. Oh, I'm gonna check it out. And then you do nothing. You wrote notes, but you do nothing. Okay. Or you do something, but you have no guidance. You still don't know what you're doing. Or you listen to my podcast and still do nothing. Or you show up to a three-day boot camp and you still do nothing. Or you've been following me for a year to two years and you in my DM, but you still do nothing. Okay, so bottom line is just like a New Year's resolution falls off in the first 14 days of the year, it's no longer February 14th, people. It's seven to 14 days now per research based off of the way that our world is going. So if you wonder why your business is not profitable, it's because you're not showing up with the mindset of the person that needs the results. Because just like exercise, repetition is what massages the muscle repetition, your ability to be able to come back and get the information and implement it and apply it right away, right? So my question in terms of exercising is what can you do today, one day at a time, to work on your business? You here right now, or you're listening on the podcast, or you're watching this on IGTV. Yes, you're listening, but what is your next move? Do you need to go listen to a podcast? That's fine. That is implementing. But then what are you going to do with the information that you listen to on the podcast? Is there a particular topic that you're looking for on the podcast? You shouldn't just listen to podcasts frivolously. You don't have time like that. I don't think if you're a business owner, you don't have time to give up like that, right? So also, number, let's go to number five. Uh, let go of the how. You know, I love to talk about the how because you got to let go of it in order for you to see those results. And letting go of the how is literally 
taking something over and dropping something into the universe's or your higher power's hands and then walking off and going to do the work that you know needs to be done at least on your end, right? So let's talk about letting go of the how and why people cannot let go of the how, which is why you are getting in your way of profitability. For those of you who just joined us as a recap, hack number one that helps you get to profitability is that you have to learn how to take in information, but also implement it, apply it. You also want to be able to show up to make the decision. Say yes so that you can already win. You have to learn how to reframe your mindset to believe that you're already winning because then you'll show up and you're not having to break down, you're having to break through. And then number four is massaging and exercising the muscle of your success muscle in your brain so that you can already believe that what you want to work on will already come to pass. So then number five is let go of the how. You cannot control external events. You cannot control what you see on TV. You can control though what comes on your TV by your remote control. You choose to turn to CNN and sit there and watch it all day. You choose to sit there and watch people go crazy. You can watch the trial. Okay. But you have to be in tune with what is that going to do with your mood for the rest of the day? You have to think as a therapist, who are you seeing after you watch those snippet of the trial in the middle of your break? Are you seeing a client that resembles the defendant? Probably not a good idea to watch a trial. Hello. Are you even seeing black males that remind you of the deceased? Probably not a good idea to watch a trial. Right. Because you're not going to be able to do your job effectively. You think you are because you're like, you know, I'm aware and I'm going to be aware of my clients feelings and their thoughts. I think all of us are very aware of what the hell happened in the last few months. You don't have to keep replaying trauma over in your head, especially what I saw two days ago on the news. I just start crying on the damn balcony inside because my son was watching. And he was looking like, what are y'all watching on TV? I said, why are you about to look like you about to cry? You know? And my husband was like, he saw it. My whole mood changed. Cause I told my husband that day, I didn't want to consume any negative information any toxic information, even though I think that it is good information in terms of us knowing what's happening, but I just knew based off of also who I choose to serve, it's probably not a good fit for my emotions. Everybody has different emotional levels. And so literally my husband's watching a snippet of it. And I said, just go ahead and turn it on, whatever. I'm a paint with the kids. I couldn't block it out. And I saw a scene that I had never seen before in terms of the end result before they took his body away. And my face dropped and my husband said, are you good? Do you want me to turn? I'm like, I'm just about to wrap up the kids. Right. But what if I had to come into my home office and see a black male client? Would, would that be very ethical of me? No. Right. So you have to be very mindful of what information you decide to entertain and when. So let's go back to letting go of the how. This is why I have my notes. So you can't control external events. You can't control how you find meaning in those events. Right. How do you find meaning in? in those events. So if you looked at 2020 as a setback, as a breakdown, the way that you would redefine the meaning of what happened is, wow, this is my opportunity to really grow my business. Hell, I ain't got nothing but time. This is my time to actually enjoy my family because I low-key realized I neglected them because I was trying to build my business working odd hours because I was trying to build my business after physically coming home from work. Some of y'all woke up some of you guys didn't have a, you, you didn't make a choice to wake up like in your conscious state. Okay. So also with letting go of the how, again, you could have saw it as an opportunity for some of you, you actually got exactly what you have been asking for. And then all of a sudden when you got it, you didn't want it anymore because it wasn't as structured as your job. I really want you to hear that because that may not have been your words, but that's my interpretation. 
I don't know what to do with my time. I don't have good time management skills. I don't know where to meet with clients in my home. I don't have a space. God damn it, get on Pinterest. Get out a sheet of paper and give yourself a map. Give yourself a schedule. You do it with ADHD clients. Why can't you do it with your business? I know that it's not easy, but you can do it. And if you were in my program, you got guidance. What the fuck is the problem? <laughs> right? Like you have to show up already declaring that, wow, this is exactly what I asked for on my vision board. I wanted to work from home and now you have it literally within 24 hours and now it's too much for you. Get up out of here. He will never give more to you or put more on you than what you can bear. Facts. Whether you're not spiritual or spiritual, that is a fact. The reason why I know that is because you're still here. So some people are like, Ooh, that took me out, but you're listening to me on Instagram or the podcast. So clearly it didn't take you out. You're here. Be blessed. Walk in the state of gratitude, okay? So let go of the how, okay? So before we get to number seven, let me just share some bonus little nuggets, okay? So not getting what you want in your life or business, that's the question. So let me just rephrase the question. Are you currently feeling like, gosh, I'm not at the level that I would like to be at in my business, right? I don't make the amount of money that I want to make in my business. I don't see the type of clients that I want to see in my business. I don't even know how to market. Where the hell are my clients? I want to spruce up this paperwork in my practice. This is whack. I'm taking too much time in my business. Why can't I be successful, Dr. TK? That may be part of your question, okay? So I'm asking you first, check the way that you ask questions. You have to have a higher quality of questions per Tony Robbins, right? In order to get a high quality answer. So if you change the way that you're asking yourself questions, you will actually find that you're getting better, high quality answers. So for example, you can say something like, why is this happening to me? Everybody around me successful. Everybody around me, blah, 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 blah. Comparison model, right? Uh, syndrome, okay? But bottom line is you're asking, why are things happening to you? Versus you can say, reframe, higher level quality question. Um, wow, things are really happening for me. What can I learn from this experience? That's a higher quality question because now your brain is not searching for lack. Your brain is actually searching for answers to move you up, not take you back. Okay. Does that make sense? So maybe you said something to yourself after trying something in your business of it didn't work. I've tried it all. First of all, you didn't try it all. It reminds me of somebody who dating. They date two people and say, all these people suck. Really? All these people, or is it the two people that you chose? You chose. The world didn't choose them. Well, they showed up on my doorstep, did they? Or did they show up at your table at the club? <laughs> right? Like you chose to give them your number. You chose to meet them. You chose to ignore the red flags because you were in lust. And then you chose to potentially lay down with them. You chose to have a kid with them. You chose, you chose. Ask yourself higher quality questions. What did our parents used to tell us? Don't point your finger because at least three to four are pointing back at you, right? Like that's what they used to say. And I used to so dislike if my mom or grandma said that, but it's the truth, okay? You cannot literally say right now, it is like, it's their fault as to why I'm not successful. Last time I checked, everybody on my Instagram page was over 18. <laughs> so you make the choice, okay? All right, moving on. So beyond saying negative statements and not asking higher level questions, um, this is something else to think about. In your business, you want to move forward. 
I don't think nobody want to go backward. Even though sometimes we feel that way, the goal is to be resilient, get back up and move forward again. So let me ask you a, a very easy question and put a Y or N in the chat box if you are watching this live. Can you drive your car specifically only looking at the rear view mirror? Yes or no? Can you drive your car specifically just looking at the rear view mirror? Now we should all know that the answer is hell to the no. So let me ask you, if you wouldn't drive your car only looking in the rearview mirror, because looking in the rearview mirror is looking at the past. It's looking at everything that you deemed went wrong. It's looking at everything that you feel like you potentially have lacked. That was your old self. But with my students in all of my programs, we're working on them becoming their best self. And the way to become your best self is to specifically focus and only focus on your front windshield, which is moving you forward. It's giving you the exit. It's telling you how slow or fast to go. The reason why your business is not profitable is because you're specifically focusing on everything that's went wrong in your rear view mirror and you're not focused on what's in front of you. Some of you, I have been in front of you. I was part of the person walking across the crosswalk saying, hey, Lori, I could help you with your practice. I can help you leave your job. I always ask my clients, I really want you to think about how many touch points did you have with me before you said yes? Because most of the time clients will be like, oh, I just went to your webinar. That wasn't my question. How did you find out about my webinar? Go backward. Oh, um, I, I was on your Instagram page. Okay, well, how did you find my Instagram page? Oh, another therapist tagged me. Okay, so another therapist tagged you. Then what did you do when you got to my Instagram page? You just immediately signed up for the damn webinar? Oh no, I scrolled. I started liking your post. How long? Oh, six months. Oh, so did you see any of my lives? Yeah, I saw a lot. Oh, did you listen to my podcast? I listened to all of them, all 130 something of them. Okay, so you probably got about 200 touch points. And you think that me sitting in the crosswalk in front of your front windshield, you just really thought that because you automatically woke up one day and said, I need a sign, Lord, that I need profitability in my business, that I was just standing there waving the damn red flags and you were like, come on through. No, your ego got in the way. Somebody said it earlier, your imposter syndrome got in the way. You got in your own way. So what I'm really highlighting is in order for you to move forward, you got to walk around with your eyes and ears wide open. Because the teacher, it ain't got to be me, but I'm just saying, the teacher will often appear sooner than you think, but because you're not paying attention, you just bypass the damn teacher. The teacher even got things that work for your finances, like a creative financial plan. And you sitting here saying, I ain't got no extra money to invest in myself. I want you to really listen to that sentence. I don't have any extra money to invest in myself. Huh? Let me know how your shoes is walking. Because half of us done bought damn shoes that we couldn't wear in COVID, but you ain't willing to invest in your business if you don't stop. If this is you, I don't know, right? So beyond the drive through mirror, okay, let's talk about success. There is a rule related to success. So the success rule is, and it's the number one rule that I have internally, which is the past does not dictate your future. However, you may have told yourself that. So yeah, I see Lori saying, yeah, I'm so glad I got out the way. Shayla, right, we'll show up right on time. I remember our, our consultation call, right? And that happened, what was it, like in the beginning of COVID, right? So yeah, walk in your high heels today. 
okay? Not in those old flats that's in your trunk because those are your old shoes. We need your new level shoes, okay? So let's go to number seven because as a therapist, we know that we have belief systems. And in order to move to the next version of yourself to attract more profitability to your lifestyle and to your business, you must also recognize that you have to unlearn certain beliefs that you have. So my seventh last hack is more of a question. So the question is, you may say to yourself in some aspect or another, why can't I change? Or why can't I get the results, right? Help me, please. Like you're, you're asking for help, okay? So now that you're in a teachable mood, I'm just here to share with you that you cannot, let me rephrase that. Most people don't change because they associate change with pain. And what I mean by that is they may say, I got to show up online a Saturday to learn this information. Oh, that's too much. It's five fucking weeks. <laughs> how long did you stay in grad school? And how far did that get you outside of your degree and your license? Okay, great. You have a license. Ooh, go work at a clinic, <laughs> right? That didn't get you too far to your new level self. It got you to your first level self. Okay. So I'm not minimizing a degree because clearly I have one and I love mine and mine has gave me a lot of authority, but I know that that was not enough. So most people don't change, even if they want to change because they unconsciously associate maybe thinking about all the things that they have to give up temporarily, but they don't register temporarily to end up getting what they want. So they may say something like, it don't take all that. I can just go on YouTube and I can Google some stuff about a private practice. I can go to these Facebook groups and it's plenty of people leaving their jobs. It's plenty of people making six figures. How does their life look? They seeing 40 clients or they seeing 20? They own 10,000 insurance panels or do they have private pay plus insurance panels? They're ideal insurance panels because I'm not minimizing insurance panels because I'm on those as well. And guess what? One of them just gave me another $10 raise. They are literally $10 away from my regular private pay rate. I ain't getting off that damn panel, <laughs> right? I will serve because they send me the best clients, okay? So now let's talk about change, right? Yes, work smarter, not harder, <laughs> right? So you or people do change because same thing about pain, but it's a little different. So the first one I said is people don't change because they associate pain with change. So they don't wanna put in a work. They talk themselves out of it. However, on the flip side, some people do change because they're tired of the pain. So that's where I was when I left my job. Some people may be hearing the podcast sometimes and they'll say, well, it was only a panic attack. I mean, aren't you a therapist? Well, let me see. If I'm waking up for like two months straight, I'm doing my own inner work. I'm getting my help that I need. And I'm still having stress headaches per Kaiser three visits. I'm still vomiting every time I drive to the jail. And on top of that, I'm being undervalued and they just throw a paycheck thinking that's going to cover up their fucked up management problem because that was the real problem. Panic was the icing on the cake. What was in the iceberg underneath was a messed up system that I worked for. That was my pain. It was a thorn in my side because the people who we worked for didn't value the people who were delivering services to the most marginalized population there is on earth. Kids in jail in the hood. Compton, Long Beach, Watts, and South Central. You need to take care of your damn staff. Are you crazy? I guess so. So guess what? We don't deal with your level crazy, so we all left. 
67% turnover rate, hella high. Okay. So that's why I left. Okay. So I was associating pain with staying longer. And I don't want to continue to have to go to therapy because of what my job is presenting in terms of the way that they see a workload. That's not my life and that's not my dream. So I had enough. All right. So how much pain do you need to experience in order to realize that you need help? How much pain? Because sometimes we say, oh, it's cool. You know, it's just a season. I mean, well, how long have you been in this damn season? I thought the seasons changed. I know Southern California weather don't change that much, but I for damn sure know that across the United States, there are different seasons, <laughs> okay? Which means your business go in different seasons. And the goal would be that your seasons go up or go up. They should not go like this. They should not go like this. And what helps you go up like this is the right mentor, the right coach, in the right circle, the right information, accountability, a push to link you with the right information, the right people for you to implement the information in a short period of time. I'm not asking you to get a master's degree. I'm not asking you to get a doctor's degree. I'm simply asking you to learn how to build a profitable foundation for your private practice, period. All right? So let's just call a spade a spade, all right? I'm just gonna really look at my notes at this point because I'm about to go all the way in. If y'all don't think I went in already, but let me recap. Number one, for those of you who just joined, we talked about your greed doesn't make, doesn't make you profitable. And we talked about seven steps or hacks to make you profitable. So first hack was learn how to implement information. Don't just consume it. Make the time to make the decision because you'll show up differently. Learn how to reframe your mindset. You've already won because you showed up tonight, okay? And you're not going through a breakdown. You're going through a breakthrough. Learn how to exercise your success muscle. The more you massage it, the more you'll show up better and the more that you'll see results. Learn how to let go of the how. Instead of looking at it as a setback, look at your obstacles as an opportunity. You got what you wanted during the season. Hell, you working from home or you were able to like revamp your schedule or maybe hell, leave your job. Number six was the success rule in terms of of the past does not dictate your future wins. So stop looking back in the rearview mirror to dictate what you can and cannot do. And then number seven was why can't I change? And we know that we don't change because we associate any extra work that we have to do outside of our job as painful. And then sometimes people will choose to change because they've had enough pain. And that is what we call burnout, which I would not highly recommend. I would highly not recommend you to decide to start your business at the point where you burnt out. Because then when you show up in my program, you're not going to be coachable because you're burnt out. Or you're going to want the information fast when you don't build a profitable business fast. I'm not saying you won't have results fast, but don't expect to just come and consume all the information and be like, boop, profitability all around. No, it comes in stages. Okay. So business owners learn how to leverage their time. These are some additional bonus hacks. So if you have a pen, write these down. True business owners, not entrepreneurs, not bosses. They learn how to leverage their time. So what do I mean by leverage time? I teach you how to build a foundation in five weeks, not 15 weeks, which is how my college courses are structured, okay? Let's call a spade a spade. Investment for one class versus a semester is winning. You can invest for a five-week class equivalent to a 15-week semester or two-year or four to five to six-year degree, and I'm teaching you how to build your private practice for a lifetime, your degree taught you how to go do therapy until you burnt out and you had no other way out. 
Then what do you have to do? You have to go back to school because maybe you don't like to work with kids, but you did the child and adolescent track in your master's program and you didn't know no better. So now you decide, I really want to work with adults. You go and you do brain spotting. Awesome. Up level your expertise, but you have to continuously go back to invest in yourself. So if you've invested in CEs, you're investing in your license. So let me ask you, what have you invested for your business, your CEs, unless you've taken my CEs for business structure? Your CEs are not equivalent for clinical work that transfers over to business profitability, framework, business plan, automation, hiring staff, delegation. Do I need to say more? You don't learn that, okay? So let me give you another little hack, okay? The words that you choose to use, for those of you who say, I ain't ready yet, or I'm not with her, like whatever, right? Like she can talk whatever she want to talk. I don't need that program. I'm doing just fine. Let's call it a spade a spade again. So the words that you use to soften your pain is the reason why you won't change. Let me give you some examples. I mean, I get by. My bills paid. I'm good for now. I don't need that. I'll join the program next year. Ain't that what some of us have heard? Put a one in the chat box. Either you said it or you heard somebody say it and y'all ran across some stuff that was good for you, whether it was stuff I presented or someone else. And either one or both of you and your friends said, "Mm, not right now. They're going to be offering it next year. She'll have another cohort. It's not a big deal, right? So you just write it off. Your words soften your pain, which truly makes your brain effed up. You actually are tricking your brain to believe that you don't need help. That's your fault. That's not mine. That's not the world's. That's not your grad school's problem. That's your problem. You tricked your brain. You did that. Okay. So I want to just cap it off and say, no, you broke. If you live in check to check or you feel like you got to wake up every day to continue to market to clients because you're not seeing enough clients because you can't pay your bills, you're broke. You're broke. B-R-O-K-E with an exclamation mark. You have a poverty mindset. Stop chasing just money. You chase your passion. Money will always follow. Guaranteed. I've been doing this way too long to know that. I used to just chase money. I like clearly material goods, but now my material goods just come to me because I do the work that my God put me on this earth to do. I'm walking in my purpose. So when I start getting additional contracts that I didn't request, but people saw what I was doing with an underserved population at a lower rate than I typically offer. But I said, you know what? I'm here to serve. Cause I look at, if you can't pay me my regular rate, I'm going to say, you know what, God, we're going to make a contract and it's going to be part of my tithing, but I still tithe, but this is going to be part of like a bonus tithe, like first fruit to something. Right? So I make an agreement. That, that's, that's me and his conversation. You can have whatever conversation you want, but that's hit our conversation together, okay? So because I serve, I'm always blessed, okay? So if you're not broke, you might be sad. Maybe you're like, I ain't broke, I ain't sad, but are you undervalued? Do your clients even value your rate? Do you have clients that come in and say, nah, therapy ain't worth all that. Like you need to bring that rate down. They may not say it like that, but hell, that's how you feel. And you're not stern and confident in your value that you let clients talk you down and you start developing a narrative to say something like, you know, well, it's hard times and, you know, I serve my people and people, you know, losing their jobs. If people are going and buying booties, 
is snatching their waist with stimmy checks, they got money to pay for therapy. <laughs> that is their choice. They are just not choosing you. Or it could be you have not declared your value to the clients that are that's on the other side of that phone call. They don't understand the value. So if I'm a potential client and I don't understand the value of what you're trying to give me, why would I decide to not do my insurance or pay private pay? I don't give a damn what you're telling me. If all you're telling me is that you're a, a, a CBT specialist, I mean, shit, it's a lot of those on psychology today. Can't I just pick one of them? Why, why are you so special? Honestly, I just chose you because that's where my cursor stopped and you called me back, right? Like that's what I've heard from some clients. I was like, how did you find me? You, you called me back. I called three people, but I'm glad you're the one that called. You the, you the one that called me back, right? Yeah, prioritizing, right? Come on, stimmy checks. It's all right if you got it, but what are you going to do with the money? You better invest it. You better, I don't care, it better go into a high yield savings account or pay your rent. Hell, pay your student loan or something. They right now, they no interest. Get it down, all right? So maybe you're undervalued. So what do you do when you're like, I still need help, right? So one, to take away the pain, you have to take away temporary actions. This is all gravy. I love doing stuff like this. I love hosting workshops. I love doing stuff for my podcast. But at the end of the day, boo, this temporary. You will never get all the nuggets that I give my students. And you may be thinking, damn, she got information for days. I do. I got a lot of stuff in this brain of mine. And anytime that I even go back and listen to my own podcast, I'm like, oh, that's like five podcasts that I reference inside that podcast. I'm going to go write those down and then I'll do a whole other podcast. So I can still come today and tell you how to be profitable. I can give you some of the how, but if you want the full how in order to have a profitable private practice, then I would encourage you to join us in DTA. So check this out. There's only two days left. There's not a long open enrollment. Five days was it. And we had a cool amount of people that is going to get a special bonus that they got in on Monday. The people who show up and sign up between Tuesday and Friday, you still got hella bonuses. You have access to a free masterclass that's already in your portal from a financial psychologist teaching you how to flip your 401k into an investment through life insurance. Come through money vehicles, right? You have a mindset lesson already available for you. I mean, hell, you ain't even got to wait. We start coaching on Saturday, Saturday, 9 a.m. It's recorded. You get access to it. It will not be on live. (laughs) Okay, it will not be on the podcast. And what are we going to do on the first week? We're going to talk about establishing your five-year blueprint. Okay, so I'm going to put a link. Some people are going to watch it live. Some people are going to watch it later. That's okay. This is the link. Don't sleep on it. If you're on my list and you haven't signed up, you're probably going to see two to two or so emails go out on Thursday and Friday because it never fails. Someone decides to wake up on Friday night and say, hey, I want to join. I've been watching it since Monday. And if that's you, that's cool. But the quicker you get in, the quicker we can get you approved to that Facebook group. You can get acclimated to us. You can start looking at the portal. You can do some of the mindset shifting work and you can be all the way prepared to show up on Saturday. Now, if you sign up on Friday at 1159, cool. I still see you on Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And just to show you how fun of a coach I am, I ain't going to be in town again. I love the the last coaching call. I was hosting it in Miami. This one, I ain't telling y'all where I'm going. We're going to play a guessing game on Instagram when I leave on Friday. But nevertheless, I practice what I preach. And I'm not going to not 
do things in my personal life just because I have a business. I'm going to adapt my business to my personal life. Some of y'all got that all the way turned around. Some of you say, oh, I need to uh, adapt my schedule because of my clients. Who said that? If you're in a new season of a schedule, you need to get clients that fit that schedule. I'm not saying prematurely terminate them, but figure it out. Put them on a 90-day plan. Tell them what your plan is. Every single time that I switch my schedule, especially at my job when I was switching facilities through the jails, my schedule changed. Clients who wanted to stay with me stuck with me. I never lost a client, actually. Every time I changed my schedule, they changed their schedule. That's how I know that I was breaking through with those clients because we had a hell of a relationship, therapeutically. All right? So, you ain't got time. We close on Friday. If you want to check me out, go to IGTV. And go look at the boot camp. You can go and binge watch day one, two, and three. Day one specifically is going to give you a breakdown of you assessing your business because I don't think that there's a better person to tell you that you need help than you. So I'll ask you a set of questions, have a piece of paper and a pen out. You'll take your score. Your score will indicate if you need help. And let me just say this, out of a scale of 100, if you don't have 100, you need help. Because some people wait walking around all day long saying, I don't need additional information. I don't need an online course. I don't need coaching. I don't need no help. I got my free Facebook online community. I got my friends. Your friends are just that, your friends. If your friends are not eight to 10 steps ahead of you, they are not a mentor and they are not your coach. Your coach, at least this is how I choose my coaches, is that my coaches are always eight to 10 steps ahead of me, period. Your friends are your friends unless they are in the group with you. And hell, with me and my friends in the group, it's like we be having some fun competitions like, oh, you about to have a 50K month? I'm about to have a 100K month. Like that's how me and Dr. Roche get down. Oh, you going for a million? Okay, well, I made 250 last year. I'm about to make 500. And then all of a sudden, hell, we go to a mastermind meeting. Everybody making a million. Everybody making $500,000, right? Because that's what community does. Booyah. And guess what? It's only the first step, the academy. Because you probably like, I don't want to do just therapy. I want to do other streams of income. Well, guess what? Once you're part of the academy, you will find out what else I have for you. But I would not dare invite you to that other level if you don't have the foundational level. The foundational level is your investment to yourself for your higher level. And what I mean by that is, and I've told this to my mastermind students, once they get their money flowing in their private practice and they're good, that money should be funding there are other streams of income. So technically, like if you have a job, your job should be funding your private practice. If you could hold on, don't leave just yet. If you gotta go, you gotta go. Cause somebody asked me on my stories right now and I just answered that question right before I got up on the live. And they said, how much did you save before you left your job? And I didn't answer that personally, but I just gave them an answer, which is I would suggest to make it financially because it's gonna be a rev up right? Is that you at least have six months, but I mean, some people don't have time for that, but you also have to assess other areas of support. Some people are married and your spouse can take care of the mortgage. All right, well, you good. Your kid ain't got to pay for daycare day at home. I don't know, you know, but you have to know your own financial situation. All I'm doing is telling you what's available to you. And if you deem that you want to check it out, it won't hurt you to check it out, but I'm letting you know, that the doors close on Friday. And if your only objection is money, I got something for you in the morning. So pay attention to your email, pay attention to Instagram. If your issue is time, guess what? 
I mean, we ain't filled up all the spots for you to be able to come back at a VIP. I haven't made that announcement. So if I haven't made it, that means it's still available. So what I'm really saying for those of you who've never heard me speak before is that you have the opportunity in our program to come back to every live cohort in the future for free. And that is worth $12,000 minimum. $12,000. And the reason why we did $12,000 in value is because most students at least come back two cohorts after they've done their first round. After they've done two cohorts, if it even takes that to consume the information because everybody's on a different level, then students start asking me, all right, well, what's next? I need these streams of income popping. You know, <laughs> like what else you got, you know? And I'm good because you've done your work in your private practice. So does anyone have any questions? I see some of my students are in here. Goals and some of you are students and I know you, I'm rocking with my students and I'm loving that you all are participating for those of you who are psychology students or interns or collecting hours because just, just keep following me because you're already revamping your mindset. So by the time you come to DTA, you're going to kill it. Let me say, you going to kill it. Like <laughs> that was an inside joke when we went out of town one time somebody said that with whatever. But um, does anyone else have any other questions before Instagram kicks me off? <laughs> All right. So we're going to upload this to the podcast. It will more than likely drop on the very last day of open enrollment, which is Friday. I'm going to send it to my team tonight. So on Saturday, we're going to have our first coaching call. I will be somewhere in the United States taking the call. It will probably be, I'm going to try to find a quiet space, but I mean, we taking the kid. So Avery, so I mean, if y'all hear him wrestling in the background, cause it will be family around, then, um, you know, that's what happens when you work from home. So nevertheless, I'll make sure that I'm free of distractions and I'm super excited. And we were able to read the feedback from the last court. So I am, uh, from the last cohort. So every time we get feedback, we implement it. And one of the things that we're going to drill down harder. And now that we have a Facebook group, oh, it's over. You thought I'd be talking on Facebook way to, I mean, Instagram, wait to Facebook live and our group, right? It's over. Uh, because if you got any question and I'm like, oh, that's a live, then I'm gonna go ahead live, you know, in Facebook. And so one of the areas that we're gonna break down some more is niche. So some students were like, they were still unclear of their niche, but I'm hoping that the feedback typically came after they were finished with the coaching call. But the hope was that they went and then did the homework. Cause if you do the homework, then you'll see how you can apply it. So what we teach in the Academy is how to create a five-year blueprint, how to reach your ideal clients, create your own client theoretical orientation, your own formula, automate your system, make, you know, your own clickable note, set up your own automated consultation system so that you can do as less work as possible. Then we cover your niche, but you can't cover your niche if you ain't got no foundation. Um, so niche is your level of expertise. And that really comes from a lot of the pre-work that's in the Academy portal ready for you in waiting after you sign your contract and we approve you to get in that portal. Then we go into delegation. And the reason why that is last, even though we kind of talk about it throughout the whole course, is that um, if you don't have good leadership skills, if you don't see yourself as a business owner, if you don't even have a blueprint and the map of where your business is going, how do you expect to bring someone on your team and expect for them to know where they're driving? They can't if you don't even know where your business is going, right? If you don't know the core values of your business, how are you going to hire someone? So we talk about all of that in the academy um, as a foundational method to build a profitable practice. Or for some of you, rebuild your practice because you got up and just opened up a damn practice online or something. So I will see all of you on Instagram in my stories. And thank you for showing up on Instagram live as a pop-up workshop. And again, we will upload this to the podcast. All right, bye. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 